To celebrate Marketplace's 35th anniversary, we made some throwback thank you gifts you can get when you donate during this March fundraiser. We took our old .com era logo and put it on a sticker, a glass mug, a tote bag, and a t-shirt. No matter how you donate, you can get a fun piece of Marketplace history. Check them out at marketplace.org slash give tech. These limited edition gifts are only available through March 22nd. Get yours at marketplace.org slash give tech. Hey, it's Lily Jamali. Marketplace Tech has a new limited series out on YouTube called Decoding Democracy. With rapid advancements in new technology like AI, disinformation efforts are more convincing and more misleading than ever. So we'll be discussing how to spot things like deep fakes, how to protect yourself from disinformation, and how to talk to your friends and family about it. As always, this fact-based journalism and vital information will be free and accessible to all. As a public service newsroom, donations for from you help us take on ambitious reporting projects like this one. Every single gift makes a difference. Go to marketplace.org slash give tech. Some thoughts on fire tech and insurance on an anniversary that reminds us why they both matter. From American Public Media, this is Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Today marks five years since the deadliest fire in California history. In one morning, the campfire sparked on power lines belonging to the utility PG&E, killing at least 85 people and destroying 90% of homes in the town of Paradise. Fire survivor Karen Goings says the town is being rebuilt, but a lot more slowly than she'd hoped would be the case. People are trying to get stuff in desperately, but there are still people living in trailers and camping out. Going back to paradise before the fire is going to be very, very difficult, um, if not impossible. The scale of destruction from camp and other catastrophic fires left a lot of people wondering how to stop the next one, or at least slow it down, even as year after year the fires keep happening. Back in 2020, I took a ride on an e-bike through the Moraga Arinda Fire District. Chief Dave Winokur showed me around the area just northeast of Oakland, where a lot of the landscape is at risk of fire. So we're going to go to the right, through the gap there. We stopped to meet John Katowski. How are you guys? Whose home is situated on a hill in the district. Look where we live. You know, there's 6,800 acres behind us, and that's part of 22,000 acres. And if a fire starts down there, it'll come up here really fast. Thanks to David's work, we bought a little more time to get out and maybe save houses, maybe keep it from going into Orinda as a whole. Katowski was effectively a liaison with the fire district, encouraging his neighbors to have their homes audited for fire risk. Things like close up their uh, decks so that's not a fire hazard, mm-hmm. trimming around the houses, cleaning up brush, and anything that we can do to uh, make this a safer place. While important, auditing individual properties in person isn't all that efficient. For a long time, Chief Winokur has been convinced that smartphones, what he likes to call that supercomputer in our pockets, can help communities protect themselves from fire. 
Since I last saw him, he's been developing an app with partners that models how a potential fire might spread into a neighborhood so they can focus on high-risk areas. The next step is to go to the parcel level where we want to understand what the conditions are on a parcel as we see here on the left. Instead of relying on inspectors going door to door, a resident takes photos of their home, uploads them onto the app, and then... The resident is given a list of precisely what needs to be removed and why. This technology is being piloted in five communities in Northern California. The town of Paradise, where the campfire happened, is one of them. Winokur says if enough people in a community do this work, together they can buy crucial time for firefighters in the event of a fire. But how to get entire communities on board? Insurance holds some answers. More on that after a break. Welcome back to Marketplace Tech. I'm Lily Jamali. Across the western U.S., there are an estimated 44 million properties in high fire hazard areas, and insuring those homes has gotten really expensive. When Karen Going said earlier that a lot of people haven't come back to the town of Paradise, the high cost of insurance is part of the reason why. In California, some major carriers have stopped renewing home insurance for residents, and others have stopped writing new policies. Nancy Watkins works in the insurance industry as a principal at Milliman. Once we started having major wildfires, there became much more of an urgency for insurance companies to move out of the more risky, least adequately priced areas. Rates weren't matching the risk, Watkins says. She's teamed up with Chief Winokur in Arinda, among others, to fill the information gap. Some of the things that we found out were not readily available were the current state at the parcel and community level right around the house, things that are difficult to measure using satellite imagery. The kind of technology Chief Winokur talked about earlier that gets detailed information at scale without depending so much on in-person inspections done one home at a time. What if models were able to show us how much the risk had been reduced by steps that the communities took. Watkins says good data and the technology that helps gather it is key and could eventually drive insurance rates down for homeowners. At the same time, change is coming to how insurers can model risk in California. Last month, the state said it would start allowing insurance carriers to use what's known as catastrophe modeling instead of historical experience to set rates, which would allow insurers to incorporate impacts that global warming is having on the climate and current wildfire risk. They won't have this backwards-looking formula that, frankly, hardly anyone can defend that it produces the right answer which Watkins says could be a good thing for the consumer. I'm Lily Jamali, and that's Marketplace Tech. This is APM. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost to splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. 
Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.